Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, one and all, to the Xbox Empire, PSVG's weekly Xbox-flavored episode coming straight at you live over at twitch.tv slash PSVG. It is I, your host, Kevin. That's right. I'm back, Mr. Womp, Sean Capri. Womp, womp. He, was, he was voted up. We got so much hate mail about Sean coming in that Donnie had to immediately retract uh, Sean's participation <laughs> over at PSVG. It was crazy. Uh, I couldn't believe it, personally. Uh, but before we dive in, though... Of course, we have to thank those who help support us over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So special thank yous to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Barboni, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Mike Masick, The Egg Shen, Zach Bradshaw, and of course, my favorite, Nick Fahaba. And a special shout out to uh, Little Chalfie, Chalfie Jr. over in the stream watching live right now, as you should be. Once again, over twitch.tv slash PSVG. So I'm back. Donnie's here. How you doing, Donnie? Dude, it sounds like Armageddon is happening outside my door here. If you're here, if you're seeing those looks, you're hearing it. I mean, it is. Did you hear that? <laughs> no? no, I can't. I, I I tend to keep the earbuds down a little bit so I don't hear things too loud. Wow. Um, it, but I bet if I crank it up, it's like a hear. gong drum being repeatedly like hammered out. There. I mean, it is. I'm like you're, you're hearing this as somebody who is an emergency manager. This is like next level thunder, man. I've not heard thunder sound like this, and it is just oof. When so, somebody uh, in emergency management goes, "This is bad," <laughs> you know it's got to be kind of bad. Serious here. thunder going on out of here, man. <laughs> wow, <That's> insane. <laughs> um, so, so I'm a little scared. Out, yeah, that the internet yeah. doesn't hold up through the show. <laughs> yeah, so if we just stop, you guys know why? Because Donnie is is running the process. So. If he goes, I go, unfortunately. So, uh, and then maybe we'll have Sean Capri do a podcast for us and he'll just, he'll do a solo empire for himself and just put it out there for us. That works. There you go. Um, so yeah, Xbox, mm-hmm. we got a lot, we got a lot in the docket today. I, I looked at it earlier and there wasn't a whole lot on here and now, now there's more. So we got a lot to talk about. So let, let's, let's jump right into it, Donnie. First thing you have on here, which I'm so glad you put on here, Ubisoft had the Ubisoft forward last week. Right. Yep. Yes. No. Saturday. Sunday. 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 So this week. So, um, and typically, uh, Ubisoft's E3 presentations are one of my favorites. Um, so I was happy to see them do something E3 esque, um, although not quite. But uh, yeah, it was good to see some things there. So uh, I thought they did their... overall, mm-hmm. I thought it was better than last year. Which I saw, I understand a lot of people are like, well, how is that possible? Because we saw a lot of the same things. Yeah, the stuff was on last year, yeah. But I just like the packaging and the presentation better than last year's, where we saw like 20 minutes of Watch Dogs, and then like they launched a TV show, and like a weird rollerblade game, and mm. you know, it's like there was, last year's TV show was, a, was, a, was different. There was a lot of things going on in there. There was, and I, I actually agree with you. Shocker, um, because kind of the same things like we knew everything that was shown in this presentation um, going into it, pretty much what was going to be shown most likely. And, but they did a lot less gameplay. Like remember E3 with Watch Dogs Legion, they showed it for like 30 minutes last time. 
Yeah. Like that was a long time, even for me being a Watch Dogs yep. fan, whereas this was much more uh, contrite. It was right to the point, showed you what they wanted to show they you. Had the whole trailer in the front mm-hmm. end that was probably too long, I think. Yeah. And that's getting movie. like super like nitty gritty nitpicky. Right. It was just because we'd already seen because like typically there's like a a way that we've been conditioned to do these things. Right. You get the cinematic trailer and then you get the gameplay and then you get release. So it's weird that we get like, here's all the gameplay for Watch Dogs. And then it's like, check out this cinematic trailer that tells you about the world, I guess. You know? Yeah, it's it was a little weird. Um, So, yeah, let's get into it. So, So Watch Dogs Legion kicked off the show with that little mini movie thing there. And then they talked a little bit more about how the game was going to be. And it looked a little bit different than when we saw it last time. I noticed the gameplay mechanics were slightly tweaked uh, a little bit, which I think kind of gives credence to them taking the extra time to spend on the game and get it a little more polished for this gen and next gen. So, I mean, I'm the Watch Dogs fanboy. Mm-hmm. We know that. So I, I was extremely excited to see where it was going. Although I will give a pause here uh, before I let you give your thoughts. Cause I know you're, you're not a watchdogs guy, but to see what you're thinking, because I'm, I'm pre-ordering it. So you're getting it anyway, whether you like it or not. Um, the one thing I'm concerned with playing watchdogs one, a lot of people complained about Aiden Pierce being kind of a, a dry character, not fun, not engaging as a person. And that's who you played the whole game. Watchdogs two, And I stand by this and I challenge a lot of people to, to come up with something different has the best ensemble cast of characters in a game ever. Like they all had their own quirks. They were all extremely likable. They were all memorable folks. And now I'm scared because Legion is like, well, you could be anybody. So I'm not sure I'm going to get any sort of attachment to the character. Like, I feel like I'm going to be less attached to these folks than I was for like Aiden Pierce in the first one, because you're not, you're not getting their own individual story. You're getting an intro mission, but as they showed in the in the trailer, they showed us like, well, they just put a different person in that intro mission. Yep. So I think you're just getting more of a category of character with an individual story, but not necessarily like their own story. So I'm a little concerned about that, but I'm still all in on it. I think it looks great. So I think it's a I mean, my understanding is it's a collective story. It's kind of, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like a neutral. It's protagonist neutral story. Yeah. So it doesn't matter like really who you put in there you will eventually get the story, right? Um, I'm interested in it only because of the gimmick of being able to swap in and out okay. and all that, to be honest with you. Um, nothing that they've shown is like grabbing me or like really grabbing my attention. I mean, I think it looks fine. It looks fun. And to be, to be honest with you, the only thing I really say is it looks like Watch Dogs. It just looks yeah. like Watch Dogs 2. I'm Absolutely. not overly mm-hmm. impressed. It doesn't look like it's evolving to me or if it's any better to be honest i wouldn't be surprised if it was literally the same engine and assets um Mm. i wouldn't say the same thing about assassin's creed for example i think there's a lot of things in assassin's creed valhalla that look different now overall it still looks like assassin's creed don't get me wrong Mm. i'm not trying to tell you it's new and but if you get into the minutiae right things look different that with watchdogs outside of the gimmick i don't necessarily know how much i feel like is that it's just kind of like uh another one but so uh, I'm getting those exact vibes from Assassin's Creed. Okay. Like, I, I know it looks different as in we'll it's in there. a different environment. We'll get there. Okay. Um, But I am interested to see if they can craft a story that's captivating me. That's been my issue with Watch Dogs the whole time. I have two issues with Watch Dogs. Um, I hate driving in the one. game. I heard that one. I'm telling you, like, it's it's coming down outside. I'm, I'm terrified. If a tree comes through the house at any moment. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm... 
or if we lose power, that'd be the other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm no, getting back on point. I've never liked driving and watch dogs. And that is one thing to say that I've honestly, I don't think I've ever really preferred the controls. And I don't know sure. if I've ever thought about it very hard to be able to eloquently to tell you why. Um, I want to say the feeling that I got from playing Watch Dogs 2 is like, was it Aiden? Mm-hmm. In the first Felt game. kind of, I don't know. I want to say floaty, but also at times like tank. It's just different. It feels different than Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. And that's not necessarily like a right or wrong or a good or bad thing. It's just it never felt precise, um, like just running around and it's that kind of like that jerky motion that he has when mm-hmm. he changes directions and everything. And like with that and the driving and everything, like if you add it all together, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, you know, it, it just didn't, it didn't control like GTA. It didn't control like Assassin's Creed. It didn't control like anything that I was used to. So I always felt like I was always like getting accustomed to it. And the story never has never grabbed me in Watch Dogs 1 or 2, and I've tried them both. So I, I can't tell you that, like, if, if I was on my own, I wouldn't be planning on pre-ordering Watch Dogs yeah, 2. I would think so. And Legion at all. I don't think this story is going to grab you any more than the others either, because it's same. it's more just, it's the same thing. It's yep. still going to be, you're, you're an activist or hacktivist going up against the the, the man, well, the if active, you will. Just the the hacking plate. parts I liked. To, to say a good thing about mm-hmm. Watch Dogs 2, I really enjoyed the hacking puzzles. It's probably my favorite part of it. I was like, this is kind of cool. And I like the little... Um, you know, st- I honestly, I don't know what to say. Uh, maybe it's the stealth stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it yeah. is. Uh, there's, a, I think, maybe for many different reasons, right? Like uh, when it comes to Far Cry, like like the shena- the shenanigans, being able to take things different ways and everything. It seems Watch Dogs is a very different type of game, right? So you've got Assassin's Creed, the action game. Far Cry is like this huge open world, you know, like blow stuff up, bigger action game. Watch Dogs more like the stealthier Splinter Cell type ish game. Um, maybe, maybe that's hmm. it for me. Um, I don't know. I don't. It's just it's never done it for me. That's all I can really say is I've tried both yeah. of them and I've I've never come away going I've loved this game. Yeah, I, that's fair. I think this one then may, maybe actually will get your favor a little bit more because it does seem like at least the missions can be approached differently in this the one. Whereas the other ones you really couldn't. So I mean, it's really because cool like you can go gimmick. in guns blazing, you can go with drones, you can go. I get to you be want, anybody. So. Like I, it kind of has like this Agent Smith Matrix type thing. It'd be mm-hmm. really cool if you could just like hop in, you know, um, and I like the idea that missions could be, and this will be to see how far like they flesh this idea out. It'd be cool to see if like missions call on certain types of people. Like I saw the construction worker thing. He has yep. certain abilities that make this yep. type of thing good. So it'd be cool if you could like GTA heist it out where you need people of different skills and instead of looking at it as I'm playing the game as this one person and then I die and get another person, maybe you plan out this mission where you need the efforts of three or four people. Maybe one person mm. creates a disguise and a distraction while the other person is, you know, coming in through the roof while the other person is taking out the guards by the back door while you have the getaway driver. Like that type of stuff is where when they first showed the gimmick, that's kind of where my head was going. A lot like GTA five, but maybe yeah. different. Um, so that is really cool. That, that's exciting. The gimmick I'm excited for, but the gameplay, I, I don't know yet. Okay. That's fair. Um, after Watch Dogs, they showed, uh, I'm not going to get into like a whole bunch of detail, but they showed some mobile games. For, we need to cover that stuff. Um, I guess the next big one really was Assassin's Creed. So Valhalla, <laughs> as the thunder rumbles, that is crazy. You're right. And now I hear it playing like just fine. It's just crazy. Um, 
So Valhalla, so here's the thing with them. So you and I have both been on record as, as liking Assassin's Creed, yep. but never finishing Assassin's Creed games, especially the last yep. couple, because they've just been so darn big. Origins and Odyssey, both great games, but just both so big. And, you know, we, we kind of move on from those types of things. I will say I have watched virtually no coverage of Valhalla really at all other than this. It, just nothing about this game so far has interested me that much. Okay. Um, it, I get some people are excited for the for the for the Vikings stuff like that. I, I totally get like I'm glad they're doing a different environment. Like that's that stuff's all well and fine. But I don't know. I'm kind of just over Assassin's Creed now. I think just because the games are so long that everyone like think how many people in the Discord right now are talking about Odyssey and how they yep. how they're playing Odyssey. Still, like that game was two years ago. Yep. So it's and like still even going. though. The, Right. So even though they're not coming out with Assassin's Creed every year, people are still able to play it for two plus years. Yep. That it's kind of like I'm getting burnt out from Assassin's Creed again, even though it's not an annual game. So, but it kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Right. It's just, I I'm think not that's a, a part of it. Person. It's not right. like The Witcher. You don't get one every five years. You get one every one and a half years. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of it because they're so big and they're so grand. You get them so often. You're like, I guess. Damn. It's just and kind I mean, of exhaustion from the franchise. Josh and Kyle talked uh, about it a little bit on their uh, board with video games. And I thought Josh had a good point where it was kind of like they definitely needed to update and refresh Assassin's Creed. But from Origins to Odyssey to this, the game still appears to be the same again. And when we talk about that as gamers, like we complain if the game is the same, but we also complain if it gets to be too if different. It's not different, but right. then if it is too different, yeah, exactly. this is the thing. So I don't know where to stand on this. I, I guess it's because I, I don't think it's enjoy- good. I, I talked about it with Josh. We were live on stream together and we, we kind of talked about it. I mean, first and foremost, this is not next gen Assassin's Creed. This no. Assassin's Creed was being built with target consoles in mind, right? Yep. The next gen Assassin's Creed is three, four years from now. It's the next one. It's not this one. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I didn't, ex- I was never expecting it to be like a new revolutionary thing. I wasn't expecting like God of Wars for Assassin's Creed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that said, a lot of the combat mechanics they showed look new. Um, and he's just like hauling off with axes like they're ninja stars. He's just like mowing people down and stuff. And it seems faster, which I think a lot of that has excited me more than anything else. Like the, the speed at which the combat is taken. Some of the things that I've heard from people that are pre-playing it, like they are playing beta testing and we are seeing impressions float around the internet and podcast right now. Um, there's no like waypoint. You kind of go to areas and, but you have to discover your missions. They're not just like, go here, get this item, come back. It's like over here is a mission and you go to this region and you start talking to people and talking to the people will deliver you the mission that you need to go. So it's all Hmm. kind of this environmental storytelling, which I'm excited for. I think that ups the discovery a bit. One of the things that I've said about Breath of the Wild is it, it is Assassin's Creed, except it takes your idea of the waypoints in the HUD like off, right? Like you don't look at the mini map, you look at the world, you're taking it in just the way they set up navigation. It seems simple because it's so similar, Mm -hmm. but that simple change changed how I played that game or how I thought about how I wanted to play games like it. It just felt so much more engrossing. When I was in the environment doing that, and I know Odyssey played on that some part, but still with Odyssey, you still fly the eagle, get all the points, go to the points, do the things, click through the dialogue, right? And then the other thing that I, and I mean, this is shameless, this is just my opinion, my bias. I am all down for like doing some castle sieges. I want to see more of that. I hope that it's like the RTS castle 
siege that I want it to be. I would love to command battalions, raise ladders, have the the damn battling <laughs> ram hitting the doors. I want to do all of that. So hmm. I was really excited to see that you can do castle sieges. I want to know more, like what the mechanics are involved. Like I don't yeah. want to just want to be superpower hero beating everybody else while the siege is happening. I would love to be more of the strategic, you know, tactician commanding the 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 siege. Um, I was think I even said on stream, like the idea that you build an army or a resistance or whatever you want to liberate, whatever you want to call it, but you start collecting castles over a region, right? And you start taking up the whole thing at once really excites me to think that like you just have just a region of you, like you just have 12 castles under your command that you've taken, you know, from the Brits or whatever. I think that's, I think that's really fun. Um, there was also a, a really quick montage of environments and they had two settings of like these, these forest backdrops that have all the King Arthur Beowulf type settings yeah. behind it. And I was like, I am so there for that. <laughs> like, like, uh, I think honestly, I That's think more true. than anything else, the setting just does it for me more than Greece did. Like I am really excited to, to check mm. it out. Now, some of the things that I talked to Josh about as well is it's still Assassin's Creed. The characters still look like mannequins. They still have like yep. these dead eyes. They talk off like into directions. Like none of that was impressive to me. I think yep. all the dialogue that they showed was unimpressive. And it's because we've just seen so many games do it so well now. You know, like games have just done it better. And that is one of the Ubisoft things that I would love for them to change. But at the same time, I don't want to be asking for the stars and the moon because it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to mocap every NPC in a game that's just that giant, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Maybe a style change might help. I think one of the things with Gods and Monsters I'm excited about is the style might lessen all of that. So you can basically still get the same Assassin's Creed game without mm -hmm. all of those things. So maybe they could do something like that in the future. But, I mean, I think they will take a year or two and they will make next-gen Assassin's Creed from scratch soon. Probably the next one, right? They'll take a year off or whatever. Um, but but there are still reasons that I'm excited to play Valhalla. That said, not before Cyberpunk. Definitely Cyberpunk, then Valhalla. Right. That's that's where where I was thinking too. I'm just like, geez. So like, Watch Dogs is October 12th, I think. I should have wrote the dates down. I'm not sure if I, I did. think it's, I think it's October 12th. It's early October and, or and mid October. Yeah, it's early. So it gives me like a month little over a month to get into that before cyberpunk comes out that's and I'm, I'm the same way as you yeah that's what i'm thinking too i'm like eh, we'll see what happens that's with that but i mean if i if i dive in and just do all that i mean with the speed i've done the last of us and uh, ghost of tsushima like i might be able to do it um so we'll see but uh same same thing like valhalla like like you said like it's something i definitely will play eventually just like i played all these Assassin's Creed games it's just not one that i'm going to drop everything and be like all right let's go let's play this right now because i think cyberpunk is going to dominate holiday gaming time unless something comes up on the horizon we don't we're not 64 it's the only thing yeah. that's taking me away from save playing. that for nintendo shack please <laughs> um so other than that i mean they had some other small announcements there but i guess the, the biggest one was at the end of the show yep uh for, for you and i far cry 6 yep what, what do you think i mean it wasn't a whole lot to think. It was a cinematic trailer, right? I'm oh, I'm yep. okay with it. I don't really care or not if it's Foss. That seems to have people excited. I'm not. Like, I don't care if it's good or bad. Like That doesn't really do... It's, I'm indifferent. It doesn't matter to me if it is or if it isn't because I didn't play 3, and when I've tried to replay 3, which I did this weekend, I've had issues playing the Classic mm, Edition oh. both times. The oh. first time I tried it, 
the sun, the the ocean, and the sky kept blinking. And I captured it. This is not like some weird thing that just happened to me. I, ca- I have it on video. It's like flickering. And I think it's the 4K. I think it, that's what it is, the 4K HDR oh, on, my, on my TV. Maybe. That's yeah. fixed now. Because of this, because of Oz and all that, I was like, I'm going to give, I'm going to try it again. Uh, Garrett said it was really good. Kevin said it's really good. I'm going to get in there again. It is really good. It just sucks that you keep having issues. When I got in there the first 30 minutes, none of those issues happened. I had minor issues, minor. And I was like, okay. Played it for two and a half hours straight. It was having a blast. I killed some 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 cheetahs. I had I had leveled up. I had unlocked some towers. I was on my way. It was like I'm playing Far Cry Three apparently for the next month or whatever. <laughs> I died and I lost all of that progress. It started to be back basically the mission after the tutorial. After it gave me the little floaty spinning saving yeah, symbol. It has auto save after so every be- tower and every mission, and I was like, well. I'm not doing that again. No, like, I'm no. just not. There's too many things to play just for me to get back into it and risk it all, all over again. So I don't have the Voss thing, but I love yeah. five. I was enjoying what I was playing of three. I mm. think I like the Far Cry formula. I know a lot has been speculated over my desire to want to play this outside of Far Cry five. I get it. I do love the seed family yeah, as right. villains. So I understand it. But I think more so than that, I think I love the Far Cry formula with the caveat that I think I never got in on it at the time it was supposed to be like in on. So I think I just have a like a much, um, I don't know, I, I'm much more resistant to deal with the shortcomings of older past games sure. than yeah, those yeah. of you that were there, right? Far Cry 5, for those that may not be aware, like me, that didn't go back and play the old ones, if you go play Primal, you go play 4, which I have after playing Mm -hmm. Far Cry 5, there are so many quality of life improvements to Far Cry 5's map, Far Cry Mm -hmm. 5's navigation, Far Cry 5's menu, it's crafting, all of that. That really kind of sucks the fun out, and I hate saying that because it's stupid, because you're like, none of that matters to the game. But as I said to Josh, in Far Cry, you're crafting stuff all the time. Going. You might as well be doing it as much as you're shooting guns. So mm-hmm. it kind of is the gameplay. That's the loop. And if you're hitting the pause screen to do it every time, or if the menus don't make much sense, I don't know. Far Cry 5 felt in like just, I don't know, what's the word? I just I just took to it. Like it just was straightforward, yeah. right? The moment I got in, I was like, this is it. Like I understand what's going on. The other ones had a bit more of a learning curve because I just don't think they were quite as refined as they are now. So no, that's fair. I'm excited for Far Cry six. I think the little cinematic was cool. I'm all for it. I still get to liberate everything. I know we're going back to a jungle type setting, um, but I'm okay with that. I, I haven't, it's, I didn't yeah. live the Far Cry three experience, so that doesn't bother me as much. And honestly, so having played pretty much all, all of them except for uh, primal, cause I just had zero interest with the weird detour that that primal series took I with thought that. were the worst, which is weird. Cause it's like the newest one. <laughs> well, it, wasn't no. it? Did it go no. three, four, primal five? Did it? I thought it went primal. I don't know. Four, you would five. know better than me. Maybe that's true. I thought four was a launch game. I thought Far Cry four was a launch game on PS4 and Xbox One. I don't know. Off the look, I remember skipping it. That's, that's, yeah, that's I, 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 remember. I remember skipping primal because I was just like, "There's no talking, and you're a caveman." I'm like, "No, pass." Um, but so the jungle setting, I. I think people are reading too much into that. Number one, Diego, I really don't think is Voss because the games have never tied together. It'd be weird to all of a sudden now have a loop back 
you know, three games that people may have missed out on. I don't know. I think they could tell an origin story. I mean, he has the the eyebrow thing that everybody's pointing. I mean, there's enough evidence there to make me believe it. How many people do the eyebrow thing? Because he speaks Spanish and he has an eyebrow thing. He's Voss. That doesn't make any sense. Because so so the environment, the jungle theme. Yep. In three, there's no like towns. People live in like huts. Well, I would so imagine, like, yeah. This the, seems to be an established city. Like, I would like imagine that area. they would retrocon at some point, like Voss. If, like, okay, so let's just say the rumor's true. I'd imagine they'd set up some way where you're there to stop Diego. He comes to power. He probably kills you. And then at the end, he leaves to wherever Far Cry 3 takes place. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, that's, I, I guess because the Zudo games, anything is possible. Sure. It just, to me, it, it seems weird. And I, I, the environment, like, being I'd prefer where it's going to be, like, yeah, I don't. I, It'd be really weird because I, I I don't see how the two even tie together. So uh, you're not going to play three. And I really don't think people are going to go back and play three if they haven't. Voss was a mid villain. He wasn't the main villain. Like you beat him and it turns out he was working for this other guy. Yeah. So if this kid rises to power and then takes off, why on earth would he go back to being a, a minion of somebody else? Also, that's what seems like Voss was way cooler a villain as the main villain was in that game. I but- don't want to play Far Cry and be empathetic with the villain at all like i don't want to see the yeah. evil things that happened to him that made him the way he was because i don't yeah, care. yeah yeah that's kind right. of my issue with new eden they took this amazing villain that was mm. joseph seed and they made him the non-villain and i was like this is not good <laughs> this is not as good as evil seed family i want the evil yeah. family back well, I mean, he wasn't good either. He just was less evil than the evil you were yeah, going after Yeah, but he's like this time, hippie but... that has like this yeah. commune and like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude yeah. took over this whole place. You know, I just didn't like it. It'd be like if Hitler lived and like he got out of jail and he's just like <laughs> has this house somewhere, you know, like that's not cool. Nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, we let Hitler out of jail. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I... I Diego Voss stuff aside, I think it looks like it's going to be a cool area because like I said, it's going to be in the jungle, but there's also buildings and cities, it appears, yep. like at least from what we've seen. So that is different. That is not the same as the other ones. Um, and I think the choice of villains, the guy who's playing him is a phenomenal bad guy actor. Yep. So I hope that that breathes life into it because it's really gotten to the point that Far Cry is is all about the villain and nothing else. Like it really is like your character doesn't matter. Their motivations don't really matter. It's just like, I'm okay how much that. can I find out about this bad guy? Let's go. Like, And I'm fine with that too because no other series right now does that. Now, there may be copycats eventually. Best but stories have the best else. villains. I mean, yes. yeah, the, yes. heels, the heels are the show. You may buy mm-hmm. the t-shirts for the baby face, but the heels the reason you go. Yep, absolutely. So I, I'm there for it. Again, day one purchase. So out of their big three, they got me hooked for at least two for day one purchases just not valhalla for me personally what about the um the hyperscape so it, that looks cool and i be being the battle royale guy of psvg i would totally jump into it although is it coming to console at any point or yeah. is it just no, it's, PC? De- no, it's definitely coming to console. okay because i i really don't want to play it on pc because my pc probably won't run it that well and i know I'm devin said something like it was guy. being streamed or what yeah yeah i don't it know anything like about that here's what i'll right. tell you i had to download something when i played it Right. So something yep. downloaded. Yeah. And when I played it, my computer kicked into an extra gear and I've played the division at max settings and I never heard right. my computer sound like that. My I was computer like, your computer was better than mine. So. Humming, man. It was just like loud as I almost recorded it to share with Devin because I was like, I don't have never heard my computer do this. It sounded like a leaf blower. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. We just got raided. Rebecca said over 14, 18 people raiding the party right now. Thanks, Welcome, Rebecca. everybody. 
She's a superstar. They see she the is. Xbox logo. They're like, I'm out. They're like, this isn't Rebecca Shack. That's the wrong show. Sorry, everybody. Um, yeah. So I, I'll be interested when it comes to the console. I really don't want to play it right now. Uh, I've seen it looks very fast, which is that so fast. That's what's kind of concerning me a little Jack bit because played it. I'm old. Totally so. loved it. Yeah. He was zipping around left to right. That's <laughs> so beyond me. I've never felt so old. <laughs> that that's that's what scares me um but i can hold my own in most uh, battle royale so we'll see we'll see i'll definitely give it a shot when it hits, hits console i just no interest in it right now on pc um but overall i thought it was a good show i'm looking forward to them doing another one where i think we'll get maybe some more details on some other games we didn't see because there was zero switch love in this entire conference mario rabbits kingdom battle 2 yeah uh, just dance was there's no just dance Star fox there was no just dance uh, how do we how do we have a ubisoft E3 presentation and not have a Just Dance montage. My insight to sad. Just Dance. Have you bought Just Dance since like this gen? Since Switch yes, I launched? did. I, bu- I bought it on Switch for my so daughter because my five year old loves it. So I was like, all right, so I'll get it mine. for her. Do you so. also hate the fact that they have like these rental passes now? You can't buy yep. music. The subscription, like it it's the Amazon it. Prime. Yep. They're like, here's 30 songs that you hate that you don't want to dance to. Maybe there's like three that you like <laughs> and then like a bunch of karaoke tracks. Yeah. By the way, if you'd like to play these 200 great songs that they mix in the menu as if you do own them, give us 20 bucks a year. Yeah. What? <laughs> I hate that. I was like, absolutely not. They need I to mean, stop I only, that. I only paid $19 for the game, so I'm okay with it at that regard. But if I paid full price at launch, I'd be like, wait, wait, wait. So I, I paid $60 and you want another 20 a year to actually get all the music that would temporarily. At what point do yeah. we maybe switch from hating EA for all of the extra you know, requests and maybe start pointing that Ubi's way. Uh, just that just dance, really. Well, I mean, they do it in all their games. All their games have DLC. And I think they have value, but they all do DLC packs. They all have cosmetic. Yeah, packs. Yeah. like Ubisoft monetizes quite a bit. I bought the DLC in Starlink. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely have it. I don't think it's as egregious. I mean, just dance is bad. I'll give you that for sure. Just dance is bad. But yeah. And they have a big Ubi sale, which I actually didn't look into, but I, I have to look and see. Is there anything I we actually don't own already? Trials so. Rising for four ninety nine. I thought we had that. I don't know. Nope, we didn't, or at least I didn't. Okay. And so I bought yeah, that. But uh, for those of you that are out there that have consoles or PC, all the deals are the same. You can get Assassin's Creed, uh, Odyssey, uh, Origins, the the collection, the Ezio collection, which I've been playing actually this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's great. Watch Dogs and Far Cry 5, New Eden, all for less than $12 each. Yeah. I think that's the top of all of them. $12 and under. You can get Far Cry 5 for 9 bucks. That's insane. It's one of my favorite games this generation. Absolutely my biggest right. surprise. You're right. This generation. It's like a new franchise that I got into. So 9 bucks, you can't beat it. Like I absolutely adore this game. As times go on, I think I like it more and more. As I play other things, I'm like, it's good. Not Far Cry 5 good. But <laughs> it's true. It's true. I was like, yeah, we, we have to own almost all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because I bought the Watch Dogs pack not that long ago. It was something else I bought before, too. Like a couple weeks ago when they were both on sale. It was that. And what was the other one I bought? It was like two games in one. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't but know. yeah, we own most of this stuff. Um, but yeah, check it out if you're interested. You get a ton of good games for cheap, 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 cheap. Um, next thing on the menu here, we got some Game Pass announcements coming out here. Carry on, finally coming 
Yep. And not just the Nintendo Switch, it is also coming. Game and Pass. launching on the Xbox One. July Pass, 23rd. July. I'm so excited. So Me excited. Too. Did you watch the Devolver show? I did. I don't know what I watched, but I watched it. I was really happy to see that we had an argument where I made the claim that you might be more addicted to marketing. You might be more interested in marketing. And then the Devolver released that show. Yep. <laughs> I was like, this can't be coincidence. This is so funny. So it next really level, is. put podcasters us on blast. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it was so good. The one-liners and just not even just I was telling um, I rewatched it um, as I was kind of wanting to get like some details, not the whole thing, but like the end, yeah. that final montage, our live stream while we're talking like we all just stopped. She had us eating out of the palm of mm-hmm. her hand. We were just captivated. Excellent delivery and some of the best one-liners of the year, man. Catch a look. I loved, uh, she said, uh, it was something along the lines of the games are just chores. Nobody wants that. Yeah. It's just marketing. They just want to eat the hype. Just yep. next announcement, next announcement, next announcement. The games themselves are just chores we get through till we get to the next announcement. Yeah. We, de- we devour the game in, in a couple days and then move on to the next thing. <laughs> you it's know, true. every developer wants to say it, but only Devolver can. It's true. So it's good. True. So good. So, and I can't wait for Carrion get to play as the monster. I hope it's good. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope it's good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it looks fun. It's definitely a different twist. But, like, same thing. Like, looking at I wonder how it controls. Because yeah. watching that, like, I saw, I was like, oh, this looks it's kind of weird. I think you just kind of like roll a, around. I'm not sure. But I'm, I'm, I don't right. care. I'm, I'm but there's all the it. stretchy things and the whole taking over people thing you like put in there. Like a stick, too, maybe? One for me. That's what I'm thinking. For, that'd be cool. That's what I'm thinking. I'd be down for that. Um, Forager is also coming on the 16th. Mountain Blade Warband the 16th. Golf with your friends hits PC the 23rd. Grounded early access, right? Yep. Is that what they're calling That's it? That's like the, the launch of the game. Yep. Uh, and then Nowhere Profit, the Tourist, Yakuza, Kiwami 2 all arrive on the 30th. So The Tourist. I, I know. I'm, I'm psyched for it because I didn't play it yet. And I, I want to play it and I want to play Carrion. And I want to play Grounded more. So like, I'm this is a good month for me. A lot of people saying it's bad. $15. I saw some of that. It's 15 yeah. bucks for your pass this, this month if you even paid for a monthly fee for it. Right. And right. you get the, to play all of these games. Brand new games like Carrion alone saves me twenty bucks, so I'm already five dollars right. up. Mm-hmm. I want I will download the Taurus. I won't beat it yep. again, but I definitely want to see how good <laughs> it looks on Xbox. Right, like, right, because it's such a great looking game, and you add that into the games that we've already gotten. I mean, we keep saying it. This podcast should be called the Game Pass Podcast because it's just the best deal in games there is. I can't. I love sure. it. That's why I have so much of it, and I want to keep buying it. Um, because of stuff like this, like uh, I will try. What's the other one? Forager. I want to try Forager and Grounded. I liked what I played with Grounded. I know Jack's gonna play it. I want to play it again. I want to play it in a full shot. Right? Yeah. There's all. I, I I held back investing too much because I knew the 30 minute window was there. Right. You didn't want to spend too much time exploring. Yeah. You want to go your own now pace. that it's out. Now I actually want to go in and play the game. I want to try to make mm-hmm. a hut and see exactly. I want to fight a spider. I think once yep. I fight a spider, I think I'll be done with it. But I definitely want to fight a spider. <laughs> Is that the name of the, the episode? I want to fight a spider. Fight the spider. Fight the spider. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. I'm excited for it. So, we'll see what comes from there. Uh, next story, I'm going to let you take this one because this is game tech territory and I don't even know what I'm sure. looking at most of this. So, so, Xbox released an update and a trailer. They made an actual video trailer for their <laughs> upcoming Xbox Velocity architecture. All right. This is some fanboy wars type stuff. So, let me get some <laughs> of the details out of the way. In the... In the article and some subsequent interviews that they had after it, they detailed the SSD, which will deliver 2.4 gigabytes of raw IO throughput 
more than 40 times the throughput of the Xbox One. That's just straight hardware. Like mm-hmm. that alone and nothing else is the reason why when they showed you load times for State of Decay, it was 90% better. That is literally just the hardware being better than what we had. No yep. work involved or anything. It's just that much faster. Then they went on to say that they have their own hardware accelerated decompression, which will allow developers to minimize download times and the amount of storage required for a game. This is where you can pick and choose the things and prioritize the pieces of the game that you want to download Mm -hmm. and all of that, and they'll be able to cut that up themselves. They're deploying a new direct storage API, which they're very excited to talk about, and this allows developers to have fine-grained control of their I.O. operations and empowers them to establish multiple I.O. queues and prioritization and minimizing latency. My understanding from this, this would be something that I think developers will have to learn. It's not this going to work. This is something yeah. they're actually going to have to do, which makes me question if they'll actually ever do it. And then they have the sampler feedback streaming. And uh, this is hard for even me to understand. And I tried. I, I listened and read lots of things. Uh, so basically, developers can load sub portions of the texture packs that they have in the game. So, for example, you have clothing on a character and it has like this texture pack that's really HD. Uh, in games as they exist now, you have to load that entire texture, which may have uh, a, a you know a bigger storage space. Even if you're mm-hmm. only using a portion of that texture on the portion that's currently being rendered. So with this, they're assuming that you'll be able to say, "I just need five percent of this texture, not the whole thing." Which, if you do that the whole time, saves a lot of space and cuts it down to the point where they went out on record and said that this would bring in approximately two and a half times multiplier. On top of their I.O. throughput. Hmm. That's an interesting fanboy statement because that has got Xbox fans going, see PlayStation, ours is just as fast as yours. And it might be. It might be. Um, There's also some skepticism here on my part because they were talking, it seems like they were talking in a lot of terms of decompression speeds, which... PlayStation 5 has decompression too, so it's right. 5 gigabyte of speed is actually 8 or 9 if you're dealing in that type of thing. So right. I want to be very skeptical here, actually. I'm not going to take the fanboy route, and I'm going to say that nothing that they've showcased here has me thinking that the Xbox Series X will be faster in memory throughput than the PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 5's SSD is just better. It's mm-hmm. just a better hard drive, right? So I'm yeah. not I'm not going that far. Um, but there are some interesting statements here that I do think, and as I've been saying this the whole time on Game Tech, I'm interested to see how much this matters. I think a lot of people, uh, if you're following the Twitter and the people arguing over which one to get or or which one should I get and stuff like that, people are throwing this SSD out like it's the second coming of, you yep. know, and it's it's just an SSD. And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say that as to, to demean its its value. It's an amazing SSD, but it is just memory. It's not running the game. It's not a GPU. It's not the CPU. Like, it's not processing the stuff. It is just memory. And it's cool that you have access to that much data at once. Xbox yeah. makes the claim. They did an article uh, interview on IGN. It was a, by the way, <laughs> I don't want to slam IGN. So it was pretty, pretty bad IGN interview, actually. Um, that's the only thing with the takeaway. You can tell he's just literally just reading off the screen. He turns, wow. looks at his screen. <laughs> reads a question there's no context he doesn't try to like make it a part of the conversation it's just like 
Question one, and then the guy has a prepared answer. Question uh, two, it's just not Well, very... Donnie, the Xbox Series X has <laughs> a SSD drive with 2.5. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did watch it because I you know, I wanted to bring some data here. And they made the claim that you can have up to up to 100 gigabytes of, of data instantly available to devs. That's the same claim PlayStation's making. Yep. So it yep. makes you wonder. Maybe it is closer than we think than it is on paper. They say that these extra th- software things that they're doing on top of their hard drive are making speeds faster than what you see on a spec sheet, which I could understand. I appreciate that. That's cool. But here's ultimately my point, and I, we won't know until Digital Foundry does it. I'm not trying to make a fanboy statement if or the other. But ultimately, like this, if if developers have to learn and put in the time to do all this, I'm going to go out on the limb and say they're not. <laughs> they're just not going right. to do it. And they're just going to take whatever the hardware gives them without them having to do it. And if the hardware alone minimizes load times by 90%, they'll be okay with it. Good enough. And I think a lot of us will be too. Oh, this yeah. is the part that I'm having a really hard time coming to grips with is if you dive into some fanboy wars, and I am staying out of it, but I do see it. You would love the private messages me and dev share where I will take <clears throat> clips of these people and send it to him. And he's just like, we're both back here. Like, I don't think these people understand how this works, <laughs> but let's say, right. The SSD on PlayStation has zero pop in and the load time is a half a second, right? If the Xbox series X load time is three seconds and it has 90% less pop in than it does now, I don't think anybody's going to care. I no. really don't. I, I, I'm, I'm, that's where all of this hubbubaloo over flops versus speed. I'm just like, I don't think anybody's going to see the comparison because Digital Foundry is no. going to do it, right? Yeah. Where we see Assassin's Creed load in one and a half seconds with no pop in versus four and a half seconds with like three bushes that pop in. And he was be like, see, got to have PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem to make any sense. The thing we got to remember too, is like Microsoft developed software. So they're, they're good at using the hardware and making software improvements. But with that being said, like, like you said, no one's going to notice. I think first off the average gamer is not gonna be like, God, I got to wait three seconds instead of half a second. That's ridiculous. Like so much whatever. better than what we have now with a minute. Exactly. To, yeah. It's so much better across the board. But, what I'm semi-concerned with, and this won't be an issue till well into the, the console's life cycle, is think about Windows. So you get a fresh new install of Windows that runs great, and over time with patches and stuff like that, you get these little quirks and things start running a little bit slower. I mm. think you might start seeing some stuff later in this life cycle just because of that. Where if it's baked into the hardware, it's a lot harder for that to degrade unless your SSD is failing. Uh, as opposed to, okay, every time we do a, an update to our OS, which Microsoft does do, we have to make sure we're reapplying and re-optimizing these things over and over again, where I'm not sure if over time we start seeing a little degradation. Either way, give me 50% faster load times. I'm still not going to care. To like, be honest with you, I think I think both will have those issues. It's not, just, it's not right. like a Windows thing. It's just yeah. the world of UI and you start adding right. stuff to it. I mean, PlayStation's yep. the same way. Well, so so PlayStation doesn't, doesn't change do their UI, so that, that's the issue there. Is it's the same UI. Since the, so I'm going to say the following, and I want to, before I do, I want to, I want to sell, I want to defend myself a little bit. I'm totally getting Xbox for Game Pass. Don't get me wrong. Xbox, yeah. the promise of Fable, like, uh, that's the reason I'm there for it. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to evaluate the two boxes, I personally would put way more worth in the Xbox having more compute units and a better GPU than the Mm -hmm. PlayStation 5 than the SSD speeds of either. Personally, I think performance, when done well, 
right? I think there are chances and there probably will be where studios don't optimize ports and they just take the PlayStation port and put it over and it runs the same. But I think ports that are optimized for Xbox, I believe will run better based on the hardware skew. It is a better box. (laughs) So if we're having that argument, I think it's scientifically pretty out there. Xbox is stronger console. It might be, you know, minimally, but it's better. That's well, not the reason I'm buying an Xbox. <laughs> right. You can just buy a new SSD too. Yeah. Just I mean, saying, if, if you really are that bothered by it, go and buy yourself a And they'll probably SSD release drive. a pro model where the, uh, the PlayStation gets a better GPU and the Xbox gets a better SSD. Like, we're going to run all this again. Which, yep. to be honest with you, I'm just giving you this news so you have the news. Ultimately, what I want to tell you is this is not a reason to buy an Xbox. It's really not a reason to buy either console. <laughs> buy an Xbox because Game Pass is freaking awesome, because you think Halo's going to be good, because you love Gears, because Fable's coming back, because the initiative. There's so many reasons to buy an Xbox beyond P's and K's and whatever else. And I say that as an enthusiast. I like knowing about it. I think it's cool. That right. said, you know, I think the price, for example, way more important than the SSD speed. <laughs> that's that is fair um all right so moving on from there ms flight simulator arrives to pc and game pass august 18th and now is available for preload and might i say if you actually want to buy it on pc <laughs> you can you can and it's what 10 discs yes, <laughs> or the- it comes in like a whole collector's album set that you can stand up and it folds out it's like in the 90s when you bought a, a TV series on DVD yeah. and you got that box, you unfolded, it had disc upon disc upon disc upon disc. That's what this looks like, folks. It is insane. It is insane. Um, the default edition features 20 planes and 30 hand-modeled airports, a new checklist system that scales for beginners to pro players so that players are up to speed with different instruments and guidance systems. As Bobo and Microsoft, it's, yeah. I mean, it's MS Flight Simulator. Those always look amazing. And they're very authentic uh, for people that are into that type of thing. Uh, me, I don't care. You don't care? Are you, you're not going to play it at all and not even boot it up no, just to try? Not even, not even a download. I totally no. want to because the screenshots in the video look incredible. Oh, yeah. It looks yeah. so good. But I have never played Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay. I know about I, it. I know how hard right. it is. I've heard that. You, all the instruments yeah. and you got to know all the mm-hmm. things. That scares the mess out of me. I don't want to do that. I just kind of want to press go and fly around for a little bit. Yeah, um, it's not that simple. <laughs> but it looks so gorgeous. And I it do does, think it it's really kind of cool that they, they're they working with like um like Bing and Google Maps and stuff to mm-hmm. like real world map. I kind of want to land a plane in Atlanta and look around. I've been there. There's a part of me wants to do that. I would think it'd be cool to fly a plane to, a, I don't know, some country I've never been to and check it out. Um. I'm going to download it and play it. I don't know if I'm going to, I expect that I won't like it, but I'm definitely eager to try it. I think it's cool that they're doing it. Do you ever well, think if there's maybe- an easy mode? Let me know. Cause then I'll download it. But I just remember playing this back in the day and it was like, okay, get prepared for takeoff. And I take off and I immediately crash and burn and then do it like three or four times. I'm like, forget this. Get good. Because I, you, well, you, the, the thing is, is like our brains as gamers are, used to flying planes as it's like it's like rogue squadron or it's sure. like Star Fox. Yeah. We're gonna zigzag you do that with a major plane, you make that tilt, you're oh. going down. I'm sorry. Like so that's kind of where it would throw me off. But I mean like to be completely honest, I haven't played one in at least a decade, I think at this point. But yeah, there were just way too much going on where I, I like you just I just want to fly guy. Let me just fly. And that wasn't an option back then. So if there's an easy mode and you're able to figure it out, let me know and I'll I'll give it a shot. Why are they doing this? 
people love this game. Really? Dude. Like, is there a oh, real yeah. market? People are going to buy there's, this. There's a, there's a big enthusiast That's market. That's awesome. I, I love knowing that. Love it. But I yeah. don't, you know, I don't know about it. But I'm like, wouldn't this be better spent making a different game? But I guess, I mean, it, it yeah, I mean, does it, look cool. Yeah. It, people who really fly actually really enjoy these things. Like anybody who's a hobbyist, like prop plane fly or stuff like that. Like they dig these kinds of things. But yeah, I mean, it's certainly not a halo. It's not going to sell units like that, but it's there. Um, so we have a tie-in question here. Uh, Billy asks, does Xbox support PC too much? As a PC player, I wonder why anyone would have an Xbox when all the games they make on PC, all the games they make arrive on PC and more. Is it something they need to take into account as they launch the Xbox Series X? It's an interesting take, Billy. Um, I don't think it's wrong, but I do... Oof. I don't think they support the PC too much. I think it's important that they support the PC because uh, you've already said the magical word windows. They have a bigger install base with windows than they do with Xbox. So I don't mind that they support it there at all. I think if anything, it gives Xbox players an opportunity to check things out on PC. So they almost kind of build that kind of brand loyalty, even if they're not using it. Like for example, um, I played Ori on PC because I heard that it was better. It ran better. And I had this ultra wide monitor. I'm not a PC player. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I would say to, to Billy's question is I don't like playing games on PC. I don't yeah. want to sit here and play. I love playing on my TV with my chair, my controller. Like I'm indoctrinated to be a console player. Now I get mm-hmm. that we're a much smaller group. So maybe yeah. there is some Xbox fans out there. that are like, why are we getting flight simulator gears tactics? Like, but at the same time we got halo and they just got halo three and we've had it for like four years. So it works both ways. Yeah. I think they can balance it out. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really care, but I do think there are people out there like me that will buy a $500 box for the convenience of being a console player. I believe in that, in that motive going forward. I don't think everybody, I do know there's, a, I see this a lot on Twitter and I'm not calling you up, Billy. I want to be clear, but I see this a lot on Twitter. A lot of folks are like, I'm just going to have a PC instead of an Xbox. And it's okay. There are people out there that that's not okay. Like, there's people out there yeah. like me, and I'm like, no, awful. Like, I don't want to just have a PC instead, like, because I don't want to boot all things up. Although Xbox is doing a good job at blending the experience, making it seem yeah. similar on both sides, and that's the only reason I ever boot anything up on my PC to begin with. Right. It's it's totally like it, it's the convenience factor is huge. The price factor is also huge. Like PCs are expensive, guys. Like, yeah, if the Xbox Series you X get is no Xbox bucks, Series X for 500 bucks <laughs> exactly so like the, the pc you have you're going to spend a lot more you're going to spend a grand easy i then, shared an article about that i think it was yeah. ars technica they did a whole thing on what and like the cpu alone is like 450 right so it's like it just doesn't make sense and you're sure maintenance on pc over the years stuff you have to upgrade and do things like that which yeah it is what it is and sometimes you can get games cheaper because of, of the crazy sales pc has so there's benefits to both there but there's a lot to be said for gamers about just ease of use. And some people, honestly, if you sit in front of a computer for work all day, the last thing you want to do is go home and relax in front of a computer. So this is me. Uh, I literally got up and moved 10 feet to play a game later. Cause I just didn't want to sit here anymore. Yeah. yeah. So it happens. So no, I'm, I'm okay with it. And I mean, like, like you said, so this isn't hitting Xbox and like age of empires isn't hitting Xbox, but gears tactics is coming to the Xbox. So it's like, we're not missing that much content. That's not, you know, going to hit. Johnny in the chat with a hot take. He says, Flight Simulator will outsell 95% of video games this gen. I had no idea. That's a crazy hot take. That's an interesting claim. I'm interested to know if it's true. Like, I'm there with you, Johnny. And you know what? To Billy's question, Billy, the only reason I'm even will ever boot up 
Microsoft Flight Simulator even know about it is because I have Game Pass and Xbox. So to bend your argument the other way, if I didn't have Game Pass and an Xbox, I wouldn't even know that this flight simulator is possible because I wouldn't be paying attention to it. Because of the sharing with Game Pass and Xbox, this news has made its way to me, and thus I will download and try out Microsoft Flight Simulator. I hope I can land a plane. I do think there's something exhilarating like trying to land like a simulation plane. Yeah, I don't know. Could you do it? Like probably not. Does your engines go out? Like, or do they have like crises that you have to do in the game? Do you lose an engine like mid-flight? And you gotta like uh, I don't pull a Captain Phillips somewhere. To, I was never able to fly long enough to really experience that. But yeah, there's a uh, that'd be cool. I, I know if you screw things up, stuff breaks. Like I know that much. But hmm. I'm just trying to look up where on earth he's got the hot take that this is gonna outsell console. I'm trying to find sales numbers for. Previous games nah, and the entries. Don't, I can't don't find give it that. that much credit. I just, I, I just enjoyed the take. <laughs> don't give it that much I mean, I just thought, I just enjoyed the take. We don't have to go and try to prove it or not. I just thought it was a cool take. I Dismissed. will, I will totally pay attention at some point if Wario or Matt Piscatella says Microsoft Flight Simulator sold 10 million copies. We will definitely talk about it on the podcast. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. What else we got? We got, oh, Halo 3 out right now, as you said earlier on PC, finally. Yep. You guys go you PC. We've had that for like two decades. Dude, they're excited. They're so excited. Absolutely. Um, and then Ooblets Yay. is out today on Xbox Early Access, and, and you and I have it. I haven't played it, but we have it. I'm going to play it this weekend. I'm going to play it as soon as I'm done with Ghosts of Tsushima, and then I will be playing that. So we will we will be able to talk about it next week for sure and give our early on impressions. Definitely. Uh, but then, Donnie, that brings us to the Xbox One, one question. Robbie writes in and he says, we're 10 days away from the big show. So if you'll let me, I'd like to ask two questions, but they're about the event. So they're related. That's breaking the rules. This is too much. Mm. Um, he also mentioned that he loves showing the show, by the way, just subscribe to the Xbox drive as well, which is very, very awesome. Uh, first question, Kevin, will we be streaming the Xbox uh, games showcase conference? What are we like a week away? Seven days, something like that. Ooh, you're right. Yeah. What time is what time is the conference? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, he said this right after our last week's show, so I didn't look it up. <laughs> uh, now I need to look it up. I will definitely be streaming. Will Kevin be joining me? Is really the question. That's I will definitely be streaming. Noon Eastern, so that's going to be a no. I will definitely um, do it. Taking a lunch break. Yeah. I will be. Well, actually, lunch yes, break. So- that's true. Lunch break or quotes. Wow. <laughs> I'm off maybe for lunch. I'll do. You know what? Maybe maybe I can do the same thing. It, it all depends on how long they're going to run this for. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I'm work from home. I'm on the computer. I could I could take a break too. The second question is: Do we think we'll see any third party games at the conference? And do you have any guesses? Ooh. So I'm going to say yes. I don't have any guesses though. Uh, my thought is because I think they're going to have some surprises a la Sony did where they had some games that we know were going to be cross-platform, yep. but then all of a sudden we're coming to PlayStation first. You don't know which so one I, of those those could be? I mean, I don't... Nothing's coming to my head right off the bat that, that was announced that hasn't been given a date already. It's interesting because uh, a lot of people are just wanting to see the first party. So I think in some aspects, the third party might hurt people's, you know, motivation mm. with the show. Like if they show Madden again, 
while Madden fans might be excited, I could see other fans being like, why, why are we seeing Madden again? Um, I don't think. But Call if it's of, a timed exclusive, though. Yeah, but they're you, not going to have an exclusive that. like that, right? Like Madden. But Sony did. Exclusive. No, no, I know, I know. But Sony had a bunch. Like if I had some. Yes. Of those, I could no, see that happen. My answer is yes. No, I think third okay. parties will be there. Don't don't get me wrong. I think they'll yeah, be yeah. there. Uh, I don't think it'll be like Madden or Call of Duty exclusive. No, 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 no. That's the thing. No. And I think Call of Duty is the one that I've seen on the internet a lot. People are like, what if they get Call of Duty back? I don't think they're getting Call of Duty back. I think that's a, a deal that they locked in with Sony. And there has been no evidence. No. From 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 Xbox this generation that Activision should change that relationship. Nope. Do not get this mistaken. PlayStation is the market leader, and if yep. you were the head of Activision, that's where you'd want your marketing to go. Yeah, and, and the only reason they're even saying that now is because they just didn't show up on Sony. They just didn't show up. Yeah, like that's that's the only reason people are even saying that right now. Because one hundred percent, there's no reason. I mean, Xbox could write a massive check, but it just doesn't make any sense. And even if they did, I don't think Activision needs it. You know, I think right. it's actually probably more important to be brand aware of the market leader. So mm-hmm. um, I think they'll be there. I do think third parties will be there. Uh, I think we will see a handful of exclusives. I think there'll be smaller exclusives. I think there'll be things like bright memory, whatever, and, and you know, the medium. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible we could see. I think I bring this up all the time. <laughs> there is a Play Dead Studio inside Limbo xbox founded xbox history they are making a game we've seen screenshots of it it's been a couple years since those screenshots leaked i'm waiting for that game to pop up at some point why not here you know i think we could see cyberpunk xbox bought that marketing rights there's no point that they shouldn't show it to us again i don't care that cyberpunk just showed it to us it's cyberpunk it's the biggest game they've got it's bigger than halo In my opinion, it's like it's the biggest game on the system. It's going to sell more coffees, that's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, there's no point in not giving it a few more seconds in another run. I would love to see like the Artful Escape or Tunic again, but those are small games. And I always feel like people don't like those small games at these types of shows. I do. yeah, I'm with you. I'd, I'd like to see those too, but I think like if this is if this is the one people I'm waiting for for Microsoft to stop pulling their punches and kind of lay everybody out, I don't think Tunic. Although you and I are both very excited for Tunic, it. I don't think amazing. that's the one that they want to so show. Much they more excited it. for Tunic than Halo. <laughs> I would absolutely trade Tunic for Halo. In a heartbeat, would I trade Tunic for Halo? Oh man, <laughs> that's an easy that's- for me. It's an easy win. <laughs> I'm sorry, Xbox fans. I'm just being honest with you. <laughs> I would in a heartbeat um so since you weren't on last week we can kind of catch up and get some of your opinions on this because there's been some backtracking online now here's the interesting thing you said if this is the big one that everybody's been waiting for i've already won a record i honestly don't think xbox can show you anything that will impress you personally (laughs) um but at the same time if they were going to have a big presence this has to be the show there's yes. no reason for this not to be the show. Stop waiting. They've never needed it to be another show more than this show. Like, this is the show. But at the same time, we had Tom Warren last week who came out, or Phillips. Sorry, I get Tom's confused. Tom Phillips, yeah. Eurogamer. Um, he said Xbox is holding some things back because they want to counteract whatever Sony's got planned for August. So if you guys are going in there expecting 15 games, like every studio to announce a new game or something, temper expectations. It's not going to be that. I, that doesn't mean it's not going to be awesome. We're going to see right. Halo. I think we're going to see Fable. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Grubb did say the initiative will not be there. Right, I believe that. I was thinking that they would absolutely be there. 
Um, I, I thought so, they would at least say what they're doing, like not be able to show anything. But maybe that's the it, August thing. Yeah, there, there's no point. If they don't have anything to show, then it doesn't really matter. Well, I think they got to. I agree with you. You're right. But you could show things without showing them. You could do a yeah. logo or something. Or I'm I mean, like, ready like to that, know that. who the initiative is. I'm ready to mm-hmm. meet them. I was ready last year, to be honest with you. If you don't say it now while everybody's looking at this generation, like if there was ever a time to announce a game that you might have to wait three years for, in my opinion, now is the time. You don't do this mid-generation and then you wait to the end to get it. Now is the time. You do it at the start and you you do it and you let everybody know. It's a long ways out. We're working on it. But we want to show we want to get you excited about Xbox. Meet the initiative. This is the game they're working on. Like for me, that's what I want. I get it, but I'd be like, if they're trying, like you said, they're going to have a hard time getting anybody that's like, I'm buying a Sony and that's that. There's nothing they could show to make people bounce, I think, at this point. But for those of us who are looking at both, you know, I'm going to buy both consoles. Which one am I going to buy first? Yep. A move like that actually isn't good because you're telling, you're giving me a reason that I don't need to rush and buy the console. That's true. Good counter. That's, but, but I mean, I, I can totally see it going either way. So I'm with you there. So if there was ever know, a time that I wanted to know, three, four years away from now marketing, yeah. I would rather know at the front of the generation than in the sure. middle or towards the end, right? Like mm-hmm. in the middle, we've like, we've had several games. I've been outspoken. I don't have to name them, but I've been outspoken about games that I was shown that I waited for years. I was like, where Absolutely. is this game already? Yeah. I'd yeah. rather know about that on the front end. Cause I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit more patient now. It's like, I get it. New console, new stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm patient year two. I'll, you know, we'll figure out. We'll touch base. I'd rather you do yeah. that now. Yeah. Um, that said, personally, I'm expecting a big Halo thing. I expect we'll see Fable. It'll be announced. We mm-hmm. will see Forza. Yep. And uh, they will, I think Obsidian, I keep saying, I think Obsidian will show a new game. A new big game from Obsidian. And that excites me, even though I'm not the RPG player. And the only reason it excites me is because of Game Pass and because Obsidian is like, in my opinion, the best studio that they acquired. Um, They're like the best, like the studio with chops. And I believe that Obsidian can make great games. I've seen it. So I'm excited to see them show like a big new Obsidian game. That'll be a couple years from now. Right. So like I'm with you on Obsidian, but like, so here's the thing is like, so they just did the Outer Worlds Mm -hmm. last year. Last year. They're doing Grounded. Yeah. It's a small game though. Right. And they said it it when they announced it, it was a small game, a small team. So they're in pre-pro on a new game and it might be a couple years. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just, and I don't, maybe this is just because Xbox won't have it i'm looking for stuff that i'll be able to play within that launch window and, and yeah, you're right like the way the way it's shaping up it's not going to be there it's and not going to be that talks. show and and you know i've said yeah. this before this is a good good conversation we can have is i i said this before i think when i went on the xbox drive the way that their model sets up with game pass it almost behooves them to not do that no you're 100 you don't right. want to have two or three first part exclusives that first month they have right. to spread it out that's the value of game passes you want to have a flow of content coming not a, a you know a barrage and i'm not sure if you read any of the games industry.biz articles but they talked about and one of the articles talked about making games for game pass and i i wish i would have brought it up last week i don't i was just talking with sean and it didn't escape me but we were talking about the wb stuff Right, WB, Monolith, you know, these Warner Bros. games, Rocksteady. And one of the things that I, I heard on a different podcast, I'm going to take credit for this, um, but it did make sense after I read the GamesIndustry.biz uh, show was they were mentioning like, while I'm sure everybody would love to have, you know, a developer like Rocksteady on the thing, Microsoft's Game Pass model kind of means that you don't have like five years to make a game. 
Yeah. You know, like they're looking for, I don't want to call them shorter, but they're looking for, you know, more frequent experiences to, to kind of keep that roster, that Netflix type of approach going, mm-hmm. right? You want to drive that install base. You can't have eight, 10 month periods that pass where nothing comes out because then you're giving people like, why am I subscribing to this? You know, like you need to keep that coming. And it made me think when I heard that point, I was like, maybe that 4 billion is better spent on smaller teams. Yeah. Maybe you grab a team like the Bloober team and smaller indie devs that can get you a game a year or a game every 18 months. And even if it's not the AAA rival Sony game, if you get enough of them, they start to the value, not saying it won't be better. I want to be clear. I'm not saying they'd be better games. That's not the argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The value of Game Pass and being in on that system would be something that you don't want to miss because right. you're getting five, six exclusives a year for your subscription and make you feel good in addition to the third parties and the indies and all that other stuff. So I, I think that's really it's an interesting what point, it is. right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's really what it is, is, is gaming on Xbox. I need to personally say, OK, let me slow down. What's being added to Game Pass this month? I'm going to play that. Yeah, like it, it's a weird mind shift. Whereas gamers were constantly thinking, like, "Oh, what's coming out when?" Because I need to buy this, and I need to buy that, and I need to buy this. Whereas with Game Pass, like, you don't need to buy anything. But let's see. So we talked earlier about these six games being launched into Game Pass. Well, I can't beat all six of those games in a month. Nope. So why don't I try them and play them at my own pace and go with it? And then maybe by the next batch, there'll be something else I'm interested in. Or two months from now, that's still fine. I'll still have stuff to play. And I think that's what it is. It is we're we're shifting away from the model of I want this piece and that piece and this piece to here's everything. Just go. You have all this stuff. Just pick something and play it instead. So it's like almost taking choice away from us because we have variety. So to stop nitpicking the games and say, okay, let me try this thing. I maybe wouldn't have tried otherwise, but now it's on game pass. I'm going to do it. Like we think about all the TV shows we absorb in like Netflix because, Oh, Hey, the whole C the whole series is out on Netflix. I can just watch this whole thing now. But you never would have watched it on TV over a 10-year span. And I think that's maybe an attribute to why we see developers that say they have such success when their games hit Game Pass that people buy them, they buy them on other things because they otherwise wouldn't. But because you're a subscriber, you're like, I might as well. I got to check it out. Like where mm-hmm. we would never buy the game because we probably wouldn't perceive it as valuable or not. it's not as good as something else. Or we'd give our $60 to something else yep. because it has a better track record or a better history or an IP or something, right? You take that out of it and it's just, let me try something. Let me find something I love. And then that word starts to spread and starts to build. It's, um, it's going to be very interesting. I expect that we will see, like I said, I expect we'll see Halo, Fable, Forza, Obsidian's mm-hmm. game, and Everwild with a handful of exclusives in there. I think that's a great showing. My expectation is if they do that and that's what it is, tons of people coming out being like, it's not as good as PlayStation. I, I, and that's the inevitability that I keep coming back to is I honestly don't think there's a way for Xbox to say we're as good or uh, an option as PlayStation. If you remove the game pass factor, that's why to me, they should hound the absolute hell out of game pass. Game Pass, game. I want everything that they show to be Game Pass. I don't want to see anything that's not Game Pass. If, if it were me, if I was Phil Spencer and I was running, it'd be an absolute hour of games that are awesome that you get all over Game Pass. Just tons mm. of it. Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. I would say Game Pass at every sentence. I would remind everybody <laughs> it's coming to Game Pass. And at the end, I would recap it. 
This is 14 amazing games that you're getting day one game pass. Like I would absolutely just crush it because that's yeah. really their only card because yep. even their best developers, I don't think have the clout that playstations do. Yeah. You know? So that's like fair. you can't, it's like uh you can't fight fire with fire. So you, you flip the board table and you change it. <laughs> right. Yep. Fair enough. So fair enough. We'll be streaming. Now, hopefully. Yeah, I think I think I can make it happen. I just go look and see if I already don't have stuff booked during that time. I can block that out for a meeting to uh, go ahead and do that. So as long as I, hopefully it's just not like a three hour show because I'm be so excited, up. man. If it's a short thing, then, then I no can't problem. wait to see it. I, f- I feel like um, and this might be even be me getting my expectations out of whack, but I feel like the last three years have been culminating to like this point. <laughs> like this is the, the whole re-steering, the whole fill, the game belly, everything comes right back to here. And here's where you have the chance to kick off a new generation to make up for all the wrongs that they made last time. That's true. And I hope that they make it. And I don't think it has to be better than PlayStation's. That's not where I'm going with it. But just be competent. Just be awesome, right? Just yeah. I want to come away like loving everything they showed and be excited for Game Pass and excited for Xbox. And I hope they can. And I hope they can deliver and I hope they can nail it. We shall see. Hopefully, Phil doesn't look as high as he looked on on the other <sighs> presentations. He's been, have you seen that? He was blinking. Ubisoft man. He was like. He did the same thing in Devolver, which, by the way, the Devolver show was awesome. They had Shu and him and then their uncle from Nintendo. That was so good. Oh, man. They should just... What if they bought Devolver? (laughs) That's who they need to buy. I don't think they want to deal with that. Awesome. Just awesome. Like, like, we'll buy him, but none of you are allowed in the office at all. You just stay wherever you guys are. Is there anything outside of the norm... That would get you like, is there anything you're tracking? Are you excited? Like, you've told me you're not excited for Hellblade. You're not excited for Forza. You're not excited for Gears. You're not excited for Halo. No, no. I'm, Halo, Halo. I want to see more. I just, I want to see what Halo is going to be. Because okay. I think it's going to be a vast departure from what people are used to with Halo. Um, so that may be like, I'm completely open to it. Um, and beyond Game Pass, I'll play it anyway. Uh, I am very interested to see what Fable looks like uh, this time around. Um, Forza, I'm interested. No, Forza, it's not going to be Horizon this time, right? It should be the other one, right? Yeah, that, that's an that's interesting a one. It should be. I think you're right. But remember, both teams have been off. So, like, technically, they could show us, they could show us both. <laughs> they could. That'd be crazy. They no literally reason. could show us, like, Horizon. They could show us, like, Forza Motorsport now and, like, here's the next gen Horizon or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't expect them to do that. I expect them to hold, yeah, for, I- to hor- hold Horizon a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd like Horizon better just because it's more arcadey. Uh, motorsports to simulation like, and I don't, I don't, I don't really care for that. So yeah, that wouldn't get me going. Um, but if there's a surprise, if there's an old, you know, IP they decided to dredge up, like we talked about, Perfect what Dark, about if that made an appearance or Battle Obsidian, Two, anything Psychonauts for you? Yeah, Psychonauts, I'd be excited to see, but it wouldn't be like a. It's not a showstopper. Of course, not. Psychonauts at the time was like a good game, but now it's like it's an indie game almost. Like it's just it doesn't have that same vibe. Yep. Um, but I like to see maybe Battletoads make a, makes a resurgence. We see something for that and what that looks like. That might that would get me excited. You would um, be just excited for Battletoads to see what it is. Yeah, I I liked Battletoads back in the day. Huh. I, I mean, it, zero it, excitement for Battletoads. But see, so <laughs> like I've seen it. I saw the yeah. demo at E three and everything. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, well, I want to see if it's I want to see if it's changed because it's like being excited for those retro games like Streets of Rage all stuff that's come back to me. It's like yeah. the same thing. Like Battletoads, it's the same thing. It's just you know different people working on it. So. We'll see. I, I just want to see some surprises. What about like Everwild? Were you ever tracking anything like that? Did you see it? I don't even know. You don't what have Everwild to look it up. Is. It's don't have to look it up. It's it's Rare's next game. They kind of showed it last E3. It's this colorful thing. I don't even really know oh, what it was. Oh but. yeah, 
I, I need to see more of it. I just looked up the, the image and that popped in my head right away. I want to see what more of it is because to me it has that like um what was that game? Fee Fay. No, oh, you're right. No, it does. It has those kind of vibes, and it that does. was a huge disappointment for me. So <laughs> I wouldn't memories. think th- I wouldn't think this would be the same thing. But right off the bat, like my first instinct is like, oh, that looks like that. I don't know, like that. But yeah, I, I want to see. I'd like to see more of it for sure. Is there anything at all, at all possible? I'm judging your dogmatism here. That they show you Hellblade and you like it. Is there anything they could do? It just looks amazing. It has the crispest visuals. It looks super fluid. Like, what is, is there anything? Does it have to go open world? Like, what could they do with no, Hellblade so that would grab your The attention? only way to get me to play Hellblade and probably enjoy it more, like, I'll try it no matter what. Because once again, it's going to be a game, game pass, pass. So I'll definitely right. give it a yeah, shot. Game Pass is amazing. But the only way I'd be excited for it, which 100% in a thousand years is not going to happen, is if you take out the whole mental illness thing, because that just annoyed the hell out of me. Oh, the you didn't like the whispers in your ears? And Dude, that got that was that you. was gimmicky and cool for like thirty minutes. That and makes after a that, lot you're like, more oh sense. Oh my god, now. shut up! Because I yeah. was so into it, and I love it because I felt like the game was being explained. They were doing to me that was so much better than like text dialogue and like characters talking back and forth. Like See, I was that, like, this is cool. Yeah, the conversation parts I was okay with, but just the oh my god, what is she doing? Where's she going? She shouldn't go that way. And just the fact that it never stopped was giving me the mental disorder. And I was just like, oh my god, can this just stop? Like, if if it if it's for a narrative purpose, I'm okay with it. But just the nonstop whispering that was just completely irrelevant as to what was going on. Just oh, I drove me nuts after, after like thirty minutes. That makes for all the things that you've said about Hellblade. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. The visual thing, I've never had said. a problem with the way the game looked or it anything. It looks like fantastic. That. It, I've been playing it. Just, it just so Yeah, good. it's just that whole the whole gimmick behind it that people love it for. I should say that people love it for. The reason it got so much attention is the number one thing I hate about it. So yeah, that's kind of right. why it's just okay. like me. I loved it for that reason, but I could see if yeah. you didn't, I could see why it's not your thing. Um if I, if I didn't play with headphones, maybe if I actually took that factor out of it, because everyone's like, oh, you have to play a game with headphones. Maybe if I just took my headphones off and didn't play it with headphones on, it probably wouldn't bother me as much. It's a pretty straightforward action game outside of that. Like, if you remove right. all the narrative elements, it's a pretty basic, you know, yeah. corridor tunnel thing. It Sean does have like appreciate this, my comments. It does have those cool lens of truth things. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Like, with the whole, like, witch guy, and you had to, like, keep yeah. moving through the gates to see the hidden yeah. passes. I was like, this is cool. Yeah, that was a neat. That was a neat gimmick too. I like it. Let's get out of here. We should get out of here. Let's wrap it up. Donnie, where can people find you and anything else you'd like to plug, sir? Um, I want to plug the Discord. PSVG.blog/discord. Come check us out. Definitely need more people in the Xbox chat. I think I posted this thing about the SSD, and I think it went uncommented for like twelve hours. (laughs) That's how. That's how lonely our Xbox chat is. I need I need more friends over there. So um, come check out the Discord. Come hang out with us. This is kind of our home away from home where we hang out all day and talk about all the things in between the podcast. So if you haven't yet, give us a tr- uh, try over there. Absolutely. And you can follow Donnie on everything at Play Nintendo. You can follow me at PSVG Kevin on everything. And as always, everybody, in the words of our great Uncle Phil, when he's not smoking a joint, there <laughs> is no power greater than X.